Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Into the Borough podcast here on the Borough Reviews Network. My name is Jared, and today we have got a news-packed episode for you. This is another news flash episode. We've got some big news for box office. Uh, Rust is going to resume filming. We've got casting news, which usually I don't cover here on the show But I think that this one particularly is really interesting. And then we've got a couple of gaming stories that I think everyone will enjoy, followed by, later in the episode, your October Halloween streaming guide, which I know everyone was patiently waiting for from the Borough Reviews, so we have that later in the episode as well. Couple of things right off the top, we have a couple new videos over on YouTube, so you can head over to youtube.com slash the Burr Reviews to find those. We have a couple new articles on the website as well to go check out. Next week, we will have our Halloween Ends review, of course, and Linda will be joining me for that discussion here on the podcast. There will also be a full video review on YouTube for that, so keep that in mind. Uh, as we head into the middle of the spooky season. I can't believe that we're already talking about next week, which is dead smack in the middle of October. Kind of crazy that this just... It seems like every year we get to Halloween and literally the days just go by so fast that no one really knows what to do with themselves. I have made a point to actually get out and go do things. We went to a local pumpkin patch uh, here last weekend. And then, you know, hopefully this weekend we're going to head out to another... Uh, jack-o'-lantern related um, festival that's occurring here locally in Omaha. Hope everyone is doing well for this Halloween season. I hope you've got everything in line. Um, We plan, like I said earlier, to give you a full list of things that you can actually go out and watch. So stay tuned later in the episode for that. Without further ado, let's get into the news. If you would like to support our show, consider joining the crew by subscribing to our Patreon. Every dollar counts towards commission for our contributors and improving our network. Membership to our Patreon grants you different perks, depending on what part of the crew you opt into. If you're someone who likes behind-the-scenes content, our director's crew has access to a close friends group on Instagram, as well as a Discord server and, of course, Twitter circles. Meanwhile, the producer crew is gifted discounted merch codes and exclusive video discussions, reviews, and vlogs. For executive producers that go above and beyond, we send a little special care package their way as a way to say thanks. Whether you're looking to gain early access to video content or listen to our Patreon-exclusive podcast, Close Up with the Borough Reviews, you can find it all on our Patreon page. Membership is a critical metric that we use to indicate the success of our network, and we know that we can count on you for some support. Head over to patreon.com slash theboroughreviews to sign up. The Borough Reviews, your movie refuge. This week's headlines are from Deadline, The Hollywood Reporter, The Verge, and Kotaku. The box office has endured the worst September in 26 years. Domestic ticket sales are projected to come in at $328 million for the month. After a summer boom, 
Domestic box office revenue for September 2022 plummeted, the worst showing for the month in a quarter of a century, according to Comscore. The last time it was that low, excluding 2020, was in September of 1996. September 2021 ticket sales even managed to clock in at $367 million thanks to Marvel, Shang-Chi, and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Like many other industries, Hollywood studios are grappling with the supply chain issues because of the pandemic, both in terms of production and post-production delays. There was a flush backlog of product to stack the deck during the March through July corridor of the year. Moviegoing surged in a much-needed vote of confidence for the theatrical experience. It's the drought after the feast, says Comscore chief box office analyst Paul Dergarbedian. The good news, according to him, is that September 2022 marks more of an anomaly than a trend, with September 2023 boasting The Equalizer 3, The Nun 2, and the next installment of Deadpool. For decades, September was a relatively sleepy month at the box office. Studios assumed that consumers had other priorities post-summer, including returning to school and or college. But as the overall calendar became more crowded, the landscape changed. A pivotal turning point was the release of New Line's It in September 2017, when overall revenue for the month ascended to a record $702.9 million per Comscore. That was followed by the $670.8 million in 2018 and the $698 million in 2019. That's not to say that we've been missing notable titles in September of 2022. The difference is that they haven't transformed into crossover hits. DC and Warner Brothers will open Black Adam, starring Dwayne Johnson on October 21st in North America, opposite Universal's romantic comedy Ticket to Paradise, starring George Clooney and Julia Roberts. A week earlier, Universal and Blumhouse will open Halloween Ends in cinemas. But after enduring the worst of the pandemic, most cinema operators are in acceptance mode that the box office recovery is far from over. Robert Eggers' long-awaited new take on Nosferatu is gaining some serious momentum as sources tell Deadline that Bill Skarsgård is attached to play the titular character and Lily Rose Depp is in talks to co-star. The pick now is set up at Focus Features, with Eggers directing and penning the script. In the new reimagining, Nosferatu is a gothic tale of obsession between a haunted young woman in 19th century Germany and the ancient Transylvanian vampire who stalks her, bringing untold horror with him. Focus had no comment on the project. The settlement Wednesday between Alec Baldwin and Russ producers with the family of slain cinematographer Helena Hutchins and the resurrection of the indie western won't stop possible criminal charges, the Santa Fe District Attorney has said. The long-awaited report from the Santa Fe Sheriff's Office is in its final stages and could be handed over to District Attorney Carmack Altwise as soon as next week. However, in terms of optics, it will certainly be a challenge for the DA to aggressively pursue Baldwin, who fired the gun that killed Hutchins on October 21st, 2021. Hutchins' widower has not only come to the settlement with them, but will now also serve as an executive producer on the film. Rust is set to start filming again in January 2023. Whether we wanted it or not, Horizon Zero Dawn is set to become the latest game from the Sony library to get a remaster. An unknown source within Sony pointed to a remastered version of an open-world PlayStation 4 title, and that title was, in fact, Horizon Zero Dawn. 
Details on the remaster are scarce at the moment, but reportedly include new character models, lighting, and animations. It's also likely that it will incorporate new accessibility features, quality of life improvements, and compatibility with the DualSense controller. Mirroring some of the latest improvements we saw with the remastered version of The Last of Us, which came out in early September. A now-deleted tweet from the voice actor Lance Reddick also suggests that Horizon Forbidden West DLC may be coming soon as well. And if the rumors are true, the Horizon Zero Dawn remaster will join a number of other Sony exclusives redone for the PlayStation 5, including Spider-Man, Ghost of Tsushima, and Uncharted 4. However, much like The Last of Us remaster, it's expected that the Horizon Zero Dawn remaster will be priced at $69.99. Finally, Cyberpunk 2077's controversial history doesn't seem to have dampened CD Projekt Red's ambitions at all. The Polish development company announced a sequel is coming at some point, currently titled Codename Project Orion. It also has three Witcher projects in the works, including an entire sequel trilogy planned to follow up on the success of The Witcher 3. The full slate of CDPR's upcoming release plans were teased in a new strategy presentation, shared on Twitter. Hardly any details are known about any of these games, but the clear takeaway is that CDPR is going to double down on The Witcher and Cyberpunk licenses, while still trying to make something entirely new on the side. Around 350 people are currently working on the Phantom Liberty DLC due out in 2023. The follow-up Orion will be set in the same universe. A timetable for when these grand plans will come to fruition was also thin. The presentation is, no doubt, largely aimed at exciting investors and bringing in new job applicants, but I'm sure it will also give fans plenty to speculate about as they wait years for CDPR's next game. And that concludes this week's news update. Hey, we have our own YouTube channel. That's where we upload video reviews of the latest TV shows and movies, stream some gaming content on occasion, and just recently we've started doing in-depth video essay analysis. We have a goal to reach 400 subscribers by the end of the year, and right now we are about 300 subs away from reaching that goal. We'd like to celebrate by doing something special for our followers if we reach our goal, and we'll rely on you to help us decide what we end up doing. To find us, simply go to youtube.com slash Reviews. Make sure to not only subscribe if you like the content, but to give the video a like and ring the bell to make sure you receive notifications when we upload or go live. The Burr Reviews, your movie refuge. And now the moment you've all been waiting for, which is indeed your Halloween streaming guide. Hocus Pocus 2 is out on Disney+. Plus. It's hard to believe it's been almost three decades since Bette Midler, Kathy Najimy, and Sarah Jessica Parker starred in the cult classic family movie Hocus Pocus for Disney. Uh, it's even harder to believe that it took that long to make a sequel, but the day has finally come with the release of Hocus Pocus 2. The witch trio have returned to Salem as the Sanderson sisters seek revenge. Joined this time by some familiar faces including Tony Hale, Sam Richardson, Doug Jones, and Ted Lasso star Hannah Wadding. Hocus Pocus 2 could be one of the few family horror movies of the season. Meanwhile, AMC Plus has Anne Rice's interview with the vampire. 
on October 7th. So you'll actually be able to watch this this weekend, y'all. We have Hellraiser. And yes, while the franchise has 10 movies, this one promises to be the sequel that you need to see. The director of The Ritual and The Night House has quickly become one of the more interesting horror voices working today, and it will be fascinating to see how he tackles The Legend of Pinhead in a way that feels fresh, but Hellraiser is indeed getting really solid reviews, so uh, I would suggest maybe checking it out if you're a Hellraiser fan, or even if you're not necessarily a Hellraiser fan, but you're interested in what the franchise on its 10th film has to offer. Also on October 7th, we have Mike Flanagan's The Midnight Club. Yes, the director of The Haunting of Hill House and Midnight Mass has been such a hit generator for the streaming giant that it should name a wing of the corporate offices after him. His latest series looks like one of his most interesting, an adaptation of the 1994 novel of the same name by Christopher Pike brought to life by a cast of relative newcomers, with horror icon Heather Langenkamp of Nightmare on Elm Street thrown in for fun. The Fresh Faces play a group of terminally ill teenagers who gather in the basement of their hospice facility to tell spooky stories. Things get weird. It looks like a young adult take on themes Flanagan has explored previously in his more adult works, including Hill House and Bly Manor. In other words, it looks pretty phenomenal. Also this weekend, a lot to watch this weekend. Uh, we have Werewolf by Night on Disney+. Oscar-winning composer Michael Giancino took the director's chair for the first time, promising a one-of-a-kind special from the MCU and Disney. But don't expect any familiar faces from the Avengers or the Guardians of the Galaxy. Giacchino's project appears to owe more to the legendary Universal monster movies than anything in the modern blockbuster era. Werewolf by Night has been in the production pipeline for years. There were plans for a feature film back in 2001, so it will be interesting to see how it lands in the MCU's first standalone special. Halloween Ends is releasing on Peacock if you're not able to get out to the theaters to watch it on October 14th, and this time Michael Myers is supposedly ending, but of course that isn't always the case. This will be the final film in the newest trilogy by David Gordon Green, the one that started 2018's Halloween and brought Jamie Lee Curtis back to the franchise as Laurie Strode. She returns in this final film, one that's reportedly about a new killer named Corey Cunningham. It also sees the return of Will Patton, as well as the first man to play the shape, Nick Castle. Halloween Kills was okay, but let's hope Green and company have figured out how to bring this trilogy in for a thrilling final chapter before someone else resurrects Michael for another trip around Haddonfield. On October 19th, we have American Horror Story NYC. Let's be honest, it's been a few years since American Horror Story mattered. But there's reason to hope that the 11th installment of this juggernaut could be a return to form. Of course, Murphy brings some familiar faces back to play, including Billy Lord, Leslie Grossman, Nico Greetham, and Zachary Quinto, who hasn't been in the AHS world since Asylum. The first half of the season is set in the 60s and second in the 70s, both against the backdrop of the gay scene in New York, and the show promises some appearances from Big Apple legends, such as Patti Lapone, Sandra Bernhardt, and Joe Mantello. Later in the month, on October 25th through the 28th, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities on Netflix. The Oscar-winning director of Pan's Labyrinth and Nightmare Alley has put his name on an incredibly promising anthology series that premieres just before Halloween. The series will tell eight standalone tales, two based on the original work by Del Toro. Little is known about the plots, but the talent assembled behind the camera and in front is stunning. 
Episodes will be directed by Jennifer Kent, uh, who directed The Babadook, David Pryor, and Guillermo Navarro. Most notably, for me anyway, is Anna Lily Amapur, who directed one of my favorite uh, Halloween cult classics, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. It's a killer lineup, and it could be the horror TV event of the year. One final thing to note, Netflix is spreading this one out, releasing two episodes a day from October 25th to the 28th. Maybe you can't handle it all at once. Also on Netflix on October 28th is Wendell and Wild. Henry Selick, the genius behind Nightmare Before Christmas and Coraline, has finally returned with a new project, and he's brought Key and Peele with him. With Selick, Jordan Peele co-wrote this twisted tale of a pair of demons voiced by Peele and Keegan-Michael Key who become attached to an orphan girl named Kat. When they conspire to get what they want by bringing her parents back to life, chaos ensues. After its premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival, critics were raving about Selick's incredible character design and world-building in this expertly made stop-motion experience. Chucky Season 2 is on the Sci-Fi Channel starting on October 5th. The Homicidal Plaything returns for a second season on the Sci-Fi Channel and the USA Network. For those of you who like Solar Opposites, there will be a Halloween standalone special on October 3rd. You can find that on Hulu. Marlon Waynes and Priya Ferguson starred a family horror movie called The Curse of Bridge Hollow that begins streaming on Netflix October 14th that's about a girl who unleashes something that brings her suburbs Halloween decorations to life. Where are all my Shudder fanatics out there? Because boy oh boy do we have two properties here that I can't wait for on Shudder starting on October 20th and October 21st. The first is the release of VHS 99. The latest iteration includes segments directed by The Winters, Flying Lotus, and Johannes Roberts. The second property is Joe Bob's Haunted Halloween Hangout. Uh, Joe Bob, Briggs, and Shudder go together like Halloween and candy. Little is known about the legendary driving critics' latest, but that won't stop fans from putting it on their calendars anyway. My recommendation to you all, uh, in passing, this could be over dinner, over coffee, uh, if you're studying, anything like that, is to watch the movies that made us on Netflix. Now, this is a series that has been going since uh, November of 2019, so it's been on for quite some time, but the first few string of episodes in season one actually outline a few of how the movies that are really important during this month specifically, uh, so I'm talking Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, um, what else, Friday the 13th on there, um, all of those movies that are kind of staples in the slasher genre specifically uh this series details those in a way that's super interesting to me. Uh, it's not kind of what I would expect going into it. I expect mo expected more of how those movies were actually made in production. But this kind of details how those movies came to be from the producers, from the first scripts, all of that. Uh, it's a really interesting series. And it's one, like I said, that you can kind of just throw on the TV and watch in passing um, as you're doing stuff. But it gets you closer to how those films actually came to be what they are today. And uh, I think it's an overall really fun watch. The episodes are structured in a really unique way that took me a minute to get used to. But once I did, uh, I found it just absolutely fascinating. So I recommend that you watch the movies that made us on Netflix. And you can do that at any point if you have a Netflix subscription. Uh, for those wondering, it has 100% uh, on the tomato meter with six critics, not many at all. And then you also have an 87% audience score with 47 users rating that. And by all means, those are just a few of the things that you can check out this Halloween season. 
I know at this point you've heard a lot about our website, theburrreviews.com, but I wanted to share some of the content that you can expect from us in case you missed it. On our site, you'll find podcasts, movie reviews, opinion articles, feature content, and more covering all types of cinema. If you're looking for a review of your latest project, we got you covered. Simply search theburrreviews.com in your web browser and you'll find us. As a company currently residing in Nebraska, we know how hard it can be to get your message out to the world, and we are there to help. Find our contact page on our website and fill out the form. You'll be able to find a list of submission guidelines on the page, but note that not every submission will be accepted, mainly due to time restrictions, but we welcome all types of motion pictures, short films, and music videos. So what are you waiting for? Head over to the site now and check it out. The Burr Reviews, your movie refuge. So that is all for your streaming guide for Halloween, but I encourage you to get a good mix in, you know, watch those movies, watch those shows, check everything out that you possibly can on streaming in the theaters, but also get time, make some time to go out and experience things, whether it's going to the same haunted house that you've been going to for several years and you're sick of at this point, uh, make a point to go see your family and friends. Um, it's, it's important. Even in Halloween times, it's really important, especially in Halloween times. It's important. Anything that can happen will happen. That's, that's a little too dark. Maybe, uh, let me, let me rewind that. You should always send an, I love you message to your friends and family. What better way to do that than to invite them to your favorite spooky attraction? during the Halloween season. So I implore you all to do that. There are quite a few things coming during this month here. A couple of them I had already mentioned. We have our Halloween ends video and podcast coming out sometime next week. And then we also are going to have a Reddit stories that will be our first like mainline like series that we're going to be starting on the Burr Reviews YouTube channel that we've been talking about for a couple of months at this point. It's really fun. It's going to be uh, we're going to have a few different topics about it, some of them spooky, some of them not, uh, but that'll be premiering this month here in the next couple of weeks. If you're looking for a movie to go out and see in theaters, I would encourage you to go either see Bros or Don't Worry Darling. I'm certainly going to be trying to catch up on all my movie material there. That's kind of why we didn't go into new releases. There's just way too much content to kind of go through, um, so I thought I would give you a few of the spooky ones during that segment rather than make an entire new segment for other things. But let us know, what are you going to be watching this month and this weekend? Uh, hop down in the comments below if you're on YouTube, or tweet at us if you're listening on one of your major podcast providers and you want to get your say in uh, on Spotify specifically. I'll leave a poll uh, down at the very bottom, and I'll pin the responses to that poll, so make sure that you're replying there. Um, Anyway, that is all for this episode of the Into the Burrow podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening in this quick news flash. We've got more spooky content coming down the pike for you. And next week, uh, you'll be delighted to know that we will be back for Halloween ends. For those of you wanting to get more Halloween content out of us, remember that me and Linda did basically a whole spooky series on YouTube and the podcast. So we did a lot of reviews over obscure horror and whatnot that you can go check out on the channel if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, or if you're not watching it on YouTube, head over to youtube.com slash the Burr Reviews and subscribe because we make awesome content, I think. Um, 
and you can watch our Halloween 2018 review as well as our Halloween Kills review leading up to the release of Halloween Ends, which Linda will be back for. Uh, We are going to complete this trilogy if it kills us, and it probably will, because we have very mixed feelings about the series. Uh, I also will be doing a video essay on it, um, which will detail kind of what I think the new trilogy has got right versus what I think it could have done better. Um, So I'm really excited for you to check out that video uh, coming in the next week. Um, Thank you all so much for tuning in again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.